Hey Upper East Siders, and welcome back to another episode of the Lonely Boys Podcast. My name is Matt. I'm one of your titular Lonely Boys. I'm not here to break down an episode of Gossip Girl at all today. I know. You must be wondering what's going on. We're so used to Gossip Girl episodes, but listen. Here, here uh, during Pride Month, we at, at Lonely Boys Incorporated would like to, to celebrate the best way we best way we know how, and that's by uh, recapping, taking a little break in the Gossip Girl to recap the uh, the hit show on Netflix, Ultimatum Queer Love, and uh, so that's what we're going to be doing today. But I'm not here by myself. Uh, Brendan did not storm off in disgust. He, he is he is still here, and uh, actually we. It, we are either going to uh, take our podcasting to to the next level, or I'm going to break up with him and start podcasting with other people. Uh, Brendan <laughs> Ruffle has a <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't realize what this was. So, Ruse. Yeah. I'm your co-host, of course, the creepy uncle of podcasting, a.k.a. Uncle Cream. Hi, Deadly Hoda Cream Nation. I'm recording live episodes from the Creamatorium. I'm your editor-in-chief here at Cream Weekly, Dr. Officer Cream, reporting for our duty. Cream, yes, Cream, everybody. Oh, creamy ice cream, of course. Sorry, I was waiting for you, you know, guys I, this it's time still a relatively new new addition. I, I forget. I forget sometimes. Embarrassing. Um, <laughs> I need to get a button for yeah, it just true. to overrule you. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I didn't storm out. I tried. Um, I'm here against my will. Yeah, you famously said, uh, "What is this gay shit? I don't want to watch it." <laughs> <laughs> when when is yeah. Straight Pride Month? Yeah, I, 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 I something that all you that said. out, and then you're you said, you know, recalling yeah. it. Yeah, that's how that's how the podcast actually started with you on a, on a tirade. <laughs> <laughs> we did have yeah. to edit it all out. Yeah, um, yeah. but Brendan, th- this was not not my idea to to cover this. If no, you can believe it's it, it's coming from it came from someone that's actually weirdly quiet right now, who usually jumps in much early. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for her to stomp all over us. I don't know what's happening. Well, she can't stomp because she famously has a foot injury right now. So that's probably why probably why she's a little Yeah, she can stomp with quiet. one foot that she doesn't post enough pictures of. <laughs> yeah, it's weird that she doesn't post enough pictures. <laughs> okay, but she did text me. She said, listen. It it is Pride Month. We're all gay here. We need to we need to cover we need to cover this show, Ultimatum Queer Love, and it'll be perfect for the podcast. There is a, a very very slight uh, gossip girl. Gossip girl <laughs> oh yeah, that we yeah. will of course get to. Oh, you didn't even realize it. I, Nicole showed me. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I texted you that there was that there was <laughs> a connection. You didn't ask you should... why I chose this. I just <laughs> I, I I get told what to do and I just do it. He said, Brendan, end the Gossip Girl connection. I can't believe how easy it is to podcast on your guys' network. I can literally <laughs> text you guys anything. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's what I was, true. That's what I was going to say. It's, you know, it was not my idea. It was this guest idea. And she texted me and said, we should do this. Here's the Gossip Girl connection. Uh, and, you know, when, when she has an idea, I usually just say, all right, I'll run it up the corporate ladder. And I asked Brendan and he, he was down. So, oh, I'm above uh, we, you. Okay, to, great. To, yeah, yes. To, to, now that you know, the possibilities are endless. <laughs> uh, to, here to talk about what went into this decision and more is and just that, the actually. first member now of the Five Timers Club, Lita Brillman. Oh my Welcome God! Hello. She wow. muscled her way in here to be the first member All you have to do of the is Five Timers Club. Pros an episode. I I'm just trying to find the text where I actually asked you about this because that was nothing like what I said. I didn't say we're all gay here. We must watch this. <laughs> That's what I heard. I was like, oh, okay. Maybe <laughs> it just came out for I, me. <laughs> I So, again, famously, um, my foot is injured. Yes, famously. To go to, to the first order. Uh, as everyone who follows on Instagram, follows you on Instagram knows. Yes, and um, Brendan made my, uh, made my boyfriend of the pod. Is that what we call them? 
very yeah. suspicious of you because I was looking at my Instagram messages because I thought it was funny that everybody's response was the same. It was just, no, with a bunch of O's. And Endens was like, oh, hope you feel better soon, but love the foot content. It's <laughs> a good response. But, but, it's the thing, the funniest but, part was because it was like, Obviously, a beat up foot, and then the nail polish was just like all over the place. It looked like a really bent out of shape foot, which is why I thought it was funny to say. Yeah, no, it's a really <laughs> bent out of shape foot. That's I mean, it's almost, it was almost broken. I am also broken. looking. I am also um, looking for the initial text. I, I guess it was longer okay, ago than no, I thought I, it was. I found it. Oh, okay. I just said, "Wow, Bree Buckley is the host of Ultimate Queer we Love." Could we do a one-off Lonely Boys. That was it. <laughs> So is, she, is she Nick like, Swisher's wife? Maddie, we have not yeah, Joanna connected. Garcia Swisher. So we have a Yankees um, connection for you, Brendan. There we go. That's uh, oh, I anyway, my foot is famously broken, and a lot of my no, it's not broken, it's sprained. My foot is famously busted, and so I've been watching a lot of TV that I would not normally watch, um, and uh, Ultimatum Queer Love made it onto that list. Yes, it did. Um, oh, yeah. You texted me over a week ago with this. Yeah, idea. well, I wow. texted you before that? my foot was busted because I wasn't actually yeah. watching it. I would just watch the little, like, trailer thing, mm -hmm. and that's when I texted you. And um, so clearly I was going to watch this anyway, but... Uh, <laughs> so so what, what spoke to you about the trailer that made you want to watch this and do this with us? Um, Probably that it was Brie Buckley from <laughs> Gossip Girl. I was like, yeah. well, if they, can't, if they can't... Yes, Brendan. That's... Did you not listen to the text? No. Well, and you said... You did say... Um, I I don't know, but I think this would be a good vehicle for Brendan to learn about our culture. So hopefully this was a learning experience for Brendan oh, yeah. watching this. So I actually wanted to, to ask Brendan, did you know that lesbians could get married before this? No. Yeah, I thought that would be surprising to you. No. When two girls started kissing each other, were you really confused? That you, also like, confused me as well. That they could do that? Yeah. It was um, great, though. It was really exciting to see for the first time. <laughs> Brendan yeah. did learn a lot watching this. Uh, I don't know. I a, a lot of my queer friends were talking about it and standing and stuff, and I was like, "Well, yeah, if they couldn't find a queer person, at least they got Brie, Brie Buckley." And they called decision. it out right away too. <laughs> I, I, They're like, really, "So you're not gay?" Like, no, like, but you're beautiful. It's such a weird conversation. They're like, are you queer? <laughs> no, I'm not. You're beautiful. <laughs> that's it. Let's move on to the next segment. We still, think, we still think you're beautiful. It's very brave. Yeah, it's really funny. <laughs> She's not in it for that much. I the I looked for it. They did a uh, they did an interview and they said Garcia Swisher hosting it in in the past. But there are some viewers wondering why a straight woman is the host. Are you prepared for any of that backlash? And I guess the uh, the producer said that it was really Netflix's idea to have her and have a different host than Nick and Vanessa Lachey. I guess they hosted a different version of the show. Um, and then they were like, I think it'll be a good idea to have a different person. I think one of the big takeaways for me about this or any of these shows we do is that we're all human beings. I don't think that you have to be completely aligned identif identity wise with someone to be able to empathize with them, to be able to care about them or to be able to ask them questions, to be able to relate to them. So, you know, I guess having said all that, uh, Joanna Garcia Swisher was the best option as someone who can empathize with them. I like how that is phrased. Like, ultimately, Netflix wanted her. It's like, <laughs> no, there's no way that they She's were. She's the like, only person our, that could have done. Our it. first choice is obviously Joanna Swisher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I don't. Yeah, how is that the first? How did we get here? Like, I don't. I don't <laughs> like, know. who was in the running for this? I I would also like to to point out that Joanna. What's her? Joanna Garcia Swisher. That's right. 
She was also in the movie that I watched last night. Oh, uh, she's all over the place now. Not another teen movie. It's Joanna Month. Yeah. Um, I mean, Pride Month, so it makes a, sense. Queer icon, Joanna Garcia Swisher. <laughs> plays a role that has aged very well as a cheerleader with Tourette's. Oh, oh great. I'm half of that. Yeah. Brandon, you, are, you are a Tourette's correspondent. <laughs> that is correct. Oh, I'm no. Sure, I'm sure it, I'm sure it, uh, I'm, I'm sure it lines up well with yeah. uh, the Tourette's experience. They wouldn't with, let with me cheer experience. because of my disability. Mm-hmm. Makes, makes sense. That's the only reason you weren't on the yeah. cheer team. Yeah, that's it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's Joanna Garcia Swisher month. Happy great. J- oh, no. Yes, month. We have to commit to this we'll, now. We'll look. We'll look for more uh, JGS classics that we can. <laughs> that we can <laughs> yeah, please do. I'm gonna pull up IMDb um, now. Keep talking. And then before before we uh, get into the next segment, guess I, the I, title's I, name. Yeah, exactly. Before we before we really dive into this episode, uh, I I have this other recurring segment that that I've introduced to the to the banter, uh, and that's the uh, weird occurrence that I can't stop thinking about. And I'm saying this now realizing that the last time we did this segment, this episode has not been released yet because peek behind the curtain, we are doing this a little out of order. But I guess a little preview is what's to come next. Okay. Because, Brendan, of course, you remember me talking about the classic uh, <laughs> the classic interaction I had with someone who either told me hi, oh, by yeah, the way, yeah. or by oh, the way, hi. Wait, wait, wait. About... Is there a, there's a real update to this? <laughs> not an update to this. I, I had another oh, – okay. I just had oh, another wow. occurrence okay. with someone that I, I don't <laughs> – So I have one to follow. Okay, great. And this, you know, we're not going to go too in-depth into this as we do with the Gossip Girl episode, so we have time to banter. So <laughs> anyone looking at the runtime of this um, this podcast saying, they're 10 minutes in and they're not even in the episode. I don't have all day. What's going on? Ligori. Don't worry about it. It's only one person. You're talking about one guy. <laughs> and that guy is in my head every <laughs> Every week. day. He loves it. <laughs> um, so I, had a, uh, I had a demo lesson uh, last week. I went, I went to Queens for it, and I got there. And the security guard lets me in, as, as they do, and he asks me for my D, and he makes a call. He's like, hello, uh, Matthew Gagan is here for his demo lesson interview. And I was like, oh, wow, he pronounced my name right. That's that's kind of rare. So he gives me my ID back, and he's like, um, hey, do you know Matt Gagan? And I was like, I am Matt Gagan. <laughs> and, he, he was like, <laughs> and he was like, oh, another Matt Gagan? <laughs> I'm also Matt Gagan. I was like, um, not that I know of. I don't. I don't know any other Matt Gagans. And he's like, oh, yeah, because I knew a Matt Gagan. And I was, I was like, oh, I was like, oh yeah. You know, I was surprised you got the pronunciation right. Most people don't do that. He's like, yeah, yeah. I knew a Matt Gagan. Lived in the same town and everything. What the hell? Is it me? Like you? And you would know you. No one really looks like you. You've kind of looked the same since first grade, so I don't know. I mean, I was, I was like, either this person knows me, but I did not recognize them, or there's like a clone of me running around in the same town. So that I haven't been able to stop thinking about. Does this guy know me? Why you looked he at your ID and saw that your name was Matt Gagan, and he asked, do Asked you know I Matt Gagan? Do you know Matt? That's the weirdest so part. <laughs> That's a strange like, question to and then instead of saying, like, do I know you, he says, oh, yeah, I know someone else named Matt Gagan who's also from Lindenhurst. Like, yeah. Yeah. See, that, that game works if you're a bar bouncer and, like, you're trying to trick the kids that have fake IDs. Like, oh, do you know Brendan Ruppel? And if someone, somebody has my ID, like, oh, yeah, he's a good friend of mine. Like, ah, gotcha. It's not your ID. <laughs> That's what he was doing. He was trying to make sure my ID was real. It might be. Aha. <laughs> You're trying to sneak in here and give a demo lesson. 
Next time I have a demo lesson, I'm going to hire someone to do it for me. That's a good idea. I think you've cracked the case, Preston. <laughs> I think this is a very... It's a good this is why I introduced this segment. This is just like the logical next step. <laughs> and this is a great new segment we've introduced. And for everyone else, stay tuned next week when someone either said hi, by the way, or by the way, hi to me and Taco Bell. Weird, and see what shit happens, happens to you. And see what happened to them during huh. that experience. I wasn't as, as like curious and just baffling. <laughs> um, I was stocking up my local Stu Leonard's with the product I work for, Subtlety. Do we all tell a weird interaction? If, if you have one, you can that's, throw one in at the end. That's the segment, I, Lita. I, you should be prepared. I just, I just happen to have one. It happened today. Um, I am not caught up on the episode that hasn't been released yeah, yet. If you listen to the episode that hasn't aired yet, you should know. I send you all the episodes before they come out, too. Um, just, in exchange just, for feet pics. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I, I walk through the double doors, through like the milk doors, because I have to come through the warehouse and bring everything in. And as soon as I bust through those doors... I'm in the barbecue sauce section, and there is a woman on the ground with barbecue sauce all over her. <laughs> There's just cracked glass jars all over her, and she looks at me, and she goes, help. This didn't happen. I swear to God. And then she I ha- said help like She looked at me like she wasn't. Like, no. she wasn't. Like she was a turtle stuck on her back. That was the, the weirdest part, sauce. is that she wasn't nervous or scared. She just looked at me and was like, yeah, I'm here again. It looks like she, it happens weekly for her. She's like, yeah, you know. She lives in a romantic comedy. <laughs> so then I go over to help her, and then she's just like, wait, wait, wait. Don't do it like that. I'm going to slip. I'm going to slip again. And it's like, we keep, it's like a cartoon now where we're both, our feet are sliding around the barbecue sauce, and I'm trying to get her up. And she's like, I'm going to take my, my shoes off, back to my, my whole foot thing. Um, and she takes both of her shoes off near the broken glass and gets up. And I, I eventually get her up. She's like, can you go call somebody? Like, cause I, and I don't work here either. Everyone thinks I work at these places that I'm stocking. I'm like, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'll go find somebody. And I find some like young girl. Like, hey, go handle that. There's a broken glass <laughs> and this woman just <laughs> stepping all over barbecue sauce in her bare feet. Go figure that out. <laughs> her bare feet. Brendan, this did not happen. It literally happened today. This reminds me of a story. Did I tell you? <laughs> and we will. We. I promise we will get to this episode <laughs> at some point. I, did I tell you about the old lady we found outside of Dunkin' Donuts who needed to get to work? <laughs> I don't think so. I love old ladies outside of Dunkin's. So last week at, at work at, as a permanent substitute, uh, me and my my friend uh, Nicolette, who was another permanent sub, they had nothing for us to do that day. So they said, just go walk around. At the one across the nothing. street from near West yeah. Babylon High School? Yes, yeah. that's the one. So we walked to the Dunkin' Donuts uh, during one of our many off periods. And as we're going out, Nicolette holds the door open for this old lady in a walker. And she was, you know, oldish, but she didn't look like walker age, but she did have a walker. Mm-hmm. And... I'm waiting for like her to walk in. Like a 40-year-old walker lady? No, not the 40-year-old walker coming <laughs> soon to a theater near you. Should have a No, she looked like, <laughs> yeah. no, she looked elderly, but I, I you know, okay. when I see people in wool walkers, I assume like 80 years old. She didn't yeah. look 80. Okay. Um, but I'm waiting for her to walk into the Dunkin' Donuts, and she just starts, like, hysterically crying. And I didn't, I didn't know what to do. And she was like, can you just tell me what the, the address of this place is? And I was like, what? And she was like, it's. I see that's 401, but what road are we on? I was like, I don't know, like Route 109? She's like, I need I need to get to work. I need an Uber to take me to work. And she was like, yeah, I called an Uber, but then a lift came, so the lift kicked me out, and I'm here, and I don't know, I have to get to work. I need to get to work by 8 o'clock. And I was like, oh, well, it's 11.30. You have plenty of time. <laughs> and she was like, no, 8 o'clock in the morning. I don't think you're going to get there by in time. <laughs> She was like, I don't want to just call out of work. I need to get to work. Please. And she was like, I'm sorry. I'm crying. I, I had no idea what to oh, do. No. And I was like, what That's is sad. I was like, you I was like, you don't need the address. You can just like Uber knows your location. 
vacation. She's like, I, I'll, tr- I'll try, but it didn't work last time. And she pulls it over and she's like, okay, I think it worked. I'm like, yeah, they'll be here in seven minutes. And I felt bad leave- leaving. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, I got to get back like, to work. It's like, I got to get back. I gotta get back. How, how could you have a smartphone to call an Uber and not be able to look up your address? What? I don't know. Because she didn't know. Like, I, hmm. she, I don't know was how she had barbecue sauce donut. nearby. Yeah, this was the same person. She was, <laughs> she's leaving a trail of barbecue sauce. She said she ordered an Uber, but a Lyft came and kicked her out, which is not how Uber works, right. as, no. as to my understanding. So <laughs> you tricked me. They don't call their rival company and say race you. I'll take this one. And they said, wait, if you win, you can't pick them up. <laughs> and they said, wait, you called Uber? Get out of here. Go to Dunkin' Donuts. Oh man, I got here first. <laughs> so yeah, that's another weird occurrence. Lita, what was your weird occurrence of the week? Okay, I didn't know to prepare for this. I mean, again, I injured my foot, so that was kind of weird. I'm on crutches for the first time in my life. Um, Well, one thing the doctor said to me at the place that will play with you guys was that I'm a 28-year-old woman. Like, I'm an adult. And he was like, I said, how long will the recovery be? And he was like, oh, probably only a couple weeks. Um... As long as you stay off it, you know, no bopping around at the Taylor Swift concert. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. And I was like, I like, have I like a Mr. Mayor. <laughs> like, you don't, why are you talking to me like I am? Anyway, no I. No bopping around, you teeny bopper. <laughs> I, I said plainly, oh, don't worry about it. Wow. <laughs> because I will not be going to the Taylor Swift era store. Um, I am also an adult, and I bopped so hard at that concert that yeah. I had a neck injury you for would a couple be, you days You would be bopping if you were there, believe me. <laughs> Which, by the way, I keep forgetting I'm a semi-public figure, and I tweeted on my campaign account, like, which day is the Eras tour here, because I don't want to, like, get stuck in the traffic, but I don't want to Google it, because I don't want it to mess up the algorithm, Right. and then I'm getting, like, more Taylor Swift like, oh, you love her? Okay, here Instagram. you go. Um, and... <laughs> Somebody respond to it was so mean. Yeah. It was like, I just know the gears in your brain don't turn as fast as they should. <laughs> Jeez. Because you didn't know when they were. Oh my god. Because <laughs> I didn't want the. I didn't want to know. I, I. I don't know. Um. Oh, and then I'll. This is very quick. I promise. Uh. This is not a funny story. It's just something I can't stop thinking about. I was at trivia earlier this week, and the one of the questions was which athlete has the most streets named after him in the U.S. Ooh. after mm. three notable victories in 1973? And the answer is fucking Kretariat. <laughs> that's not an athlete. <laughs> what? That's, is that, that's the horse, right? <laughs> My favorite athlete. <laughs> that's not an athlete. An athlete is a career. You have to be paid for it. <laughs> this cannot be athletes. There's a weirdly, True, a, yeah. there's weirdly a Chevy Chase so street in Nicole's house. But the thing is, if they said horse, that would be a little too obvious, probably. <laughs> Pick a different trivia question. <laughs> no, they had to go with that one. There were so many streets named after him, they needed like, a, a do question. Do you consider Martin Luther King an athlete? Yes. There's um, a lot of don't, Martin personally. Luther King streets. Yeah. Um, Martin Luther King never did what Secretariat did, though. <laughs> Secretariat could more do what important, Secretariat could give the I have a dream speech, but <laughs> Martin Luther King Martin could not could win, win the, the 1973 Triple Crown. That's true. Yeah, that's right. One's more talented. Because he's not a horse, and apparently the horse is the athlete, not the jockey. That's right. The jockey just kind of sits there. Yeah, well, I think they kind of, like, stand. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. Horse. Good for them. Lesbians. 
<laughs> oh yeah, we're back. We're back. It's twenty minutes. You know, yeah. Let's get into the episode now that we're twenty minutes into this recording. We watched Ultimatum: Queer Love. I watched uh, the first episode of the show. Uh, Lita, I think you might have watched more because you just can't get enough of the show. So I, you... I'm hooked. I'm going to watch more. I did not end up watching it today. Okay. We've all watched the first episode. Brendan, I'm assuming you listened and, and watched the first episode and didn't just uh, refuse. Yeah. I will take that sounds as a yes. Uh, the fun- thing that we were supposed to watch that Brendan was like, well, I didn't realize we were supposed to watch it. <laughs> they watched. They watched. It that, was, could, it was... oh. that could literally be anything. I have no idea. It was definitely <laughs> something where <laughs> I was on and Brendan did not know we were supposed to watch it. I think it was with Sam. <laughs> oh, was it the Oscar pod? Mm, that definitely happens. No, that, no. that would have been understandable. I don't think, that, I don't think that's ever happened. All of the me. Oscar movies before the Oscar. It's, it's happened on our podcast before, but like, but um, I don't think it's ever happened to me. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I guess not. So the the uh, the little hook that it gives you: five established couples must date and move in with different partners to determine whether they fa- they've truly found the one in this scandalous reality show. Um, Brendan, did this sound like something that you could be interested in uh, getting into it? Because you, you had no idea what this was going into. I mean, nor- normally no, but I think like the hook is fun. I, I do like the idea of not having a bunch of like if this is like to me. I'm not like a big reality TV show person, like, especially I was this just kind. Just gonna say that uh, if it's like comparing this to like The Bachelor, Bachelorette, I like that this show is not gonna have like your aggro douchebags on it. So that's a big mm, pull yes. for me. But like the sort of setup, like the classical uh sort of dating show that it seems to be from an outsider's perspective is just not my my bag yes 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 um yeah i i know that you're not too huge into the reality tv i don't hate uh, it but I, it's never something i seek after of course of course i mean we did you did try to watch uh survivor that one time we got halfway through kagayan right i think i've been more into survivor than these kind of shows just because not to jump too far ahead but like the first half of the show just like meeting all the couples and talking to all of them was so cringy to me. I just didn't like any of that stuff. Like once we got to the second takes, half, like the dating stuff is more fun for sure. Yeah, but for like meeting everyone, it's just you know, awkward. It's the first episode, man. Yeah. That's what's gonna happen yeah. in, in these in these first first episode. Um, pilots are and, bad. What? What are what are bad? Pilots. Oh, pilot. Yeah, for yeah. The, for the most part. I mean, the OC not, pilot not and like the gospel the pilot, both great. In the U.S. military, of course. No, 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 no. no. We would <laughs> never speak. Support of, our troops. Of military That's what this show's really all about. Yeah. Um. Oh, I actually fuck Pilot Pete, though. Oh, of The Bachelor fame? Yeah, it's relevant, because we're talking is, about yeah. The Bachelor. Yeah. Um. Oh, I also have breaking news from a while ago. Um, oh, breaking news from a while ago. Here we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I... Uh, did you guys hear Trump got indicted? Um, <laughs> I... Uh, found another thing that I just watched with Joanna Garcia Swisher in it. <laughs> he plays Adam Pally's sister on the Mindy Project, which I just oh. rewatched. All right, and we will That's watch fun. all of those episodes uh, for <laughs> Joanna Swisher month. Joanna Garcia Swisher. Month. Very exciting. <laughs> so we we get started here. We we're going to hear voiceovers of you know women saying that they're ready to spend the rest of their life with someone the, the beauty of this show brendan as you were saying is that there are there are no men whatsoever that's uh yeah that that's the hook for me here we don't have to, <laughs> have to deal with any men um yeah, and, queer love they mean a very specific queer love which is just lesbians yeah, that's right. <laughs> right i guess it w- wouldn't really work i mean i guess you could have like two separate pools with with uh with men and women but i i guess if, if you had a uh, i mean well, are you the one did it where just literally everybody was attracted to all genders? Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah, everyone everyone was Makes just uh, 
uh, bisexual or pansexual or, or or what have you. And you know what? That season of Are You the One was great, and they should they should have kept doing seasons like that. Hundred percent. It was so much better, even though the math was literally twice as hard. Yeah, yeah so exactly. The, the prize should not have been the same. Yes, but I I would uh, I will keep watching as long as they do keep doing seasons of that. But it doesn't doesn't sound like they are making another uh, season. So instead, we will watch uh, Ultimatum, uh, Qu- Queer Love. Oh no, they ran out of uh, fame hungry pansexuals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, a Netflix series when the love of your life isn't ready for marriage. Is there someone else who could be a better fit? So the the show takes five couples where one member of the relationship isn't ready for marriage and one member is, and they just uh, swap them around. And then uh, that person who wasn't ready is going to be like, oh, maybe I am ready but for marriage, but with her instead. And uh, that's 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 the uh, that's the general conceit here. They, they ask, how do you know when you found the one? And the preview did get me excited. I was I was thinking, okay, maybe I will have to watch watch this season. Um, and there's a there's three ways the show can end for the couples. Apparently, marrying the person you came with, marrying someone else, or breaking up for good. So the, the la- marrying someone else is insane. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> insane. Yeah, let's break down these options. Okay, so marrying the person you came with, sure. Makes sense. These are couples that mm-hmm. are somewhat on the verge of marriage. Uh, that you know they've been thinking about it, at right. least one person is ready at least. But they Makes all seem like they're more on the verge of breaking up when they all get here. Hundred <laughs> percent. Why are you? You're, if you're here, I don't think you're that close to marriage. Oh yeah, <laughs> Kevin weird. walked by and was just like, "If you are on this show, you're already you've lost." Right. <laughs> yes. <you're laughs> there's there's like no circumstance in which you're like, "Oh babe, counseling didn't work, but I guess we could try a Netflix original series." <laughs> Second option, marrying someone else. Excuse me? <laughs> These people aren't ready for marriage in their own relationships, but they're going to agree to marry someone else after what? But a few weeks? They spend three weeks with someone else? That would be else? an incredible <laughs> end to the series, uh, to, to a season. Like, one every once in a while, a season ends with a full-on marriage episode of, like, somebody yeah. within the group. That would be really funny. <laughs> and, then and then their ex has to be there yeah, and watch they have it. to stay there. They're bridesmaids. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone else on the show is bridesmaids. <laughs> um, and then the third option Ultimate is also also an interesting one. Breaking up for good. How is the show going to make sure that these couples stay broken up for good? Uh, 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 you signed a contract. You cannot get back together. You have to break up for good. I mean, they forced them to break up in this first episode. They they literally use the word, like, they're now your ex. Yes, right. they're like, they're my exes. I have to get used to calling her my ex, which, are they really exes? No, you don't. They're just on the show. Like, they didn't actually break up. Right. They're just over there yeah, across like, the pool. I do believe that some of these women have the object permanence of an infant. <laughs> when their girlfriend is gone, they're like, oh, she's gone yeah. forever. Now I have to marry this other girl. <laughs> as as we just alluded to here, uh, these couples are all doomed. There's there's no way any couple <laughs> makes it out of here unscathed, I don't think. I don't know how this turns out, but I would be shocked if uh, the, the five couples that came in are all like, yeah, we're all going to get married now. This worked wonders for us. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I will. Def- can I defend the concept of giving an ultimatum, though, before sure. it gets attacked? Um, <laughs> I'm not defending the concept of bringing your uh, partner onto a Netflix original series. Um, <laughs> but I do think that people are too hard on the concept of the ultimatum because I think it's 100% fair to want marriage, mm-hmm. um, if that's what you want, and to like need a timeline for that. Um, and I feel like people always 
dehumanize that kind of thing. But the other partner is also sort of giving an ultimatum, which is like, keep doing this without a ring or I, or we break up. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah, I think it makes sense. The, I, there's always some timelines we saw in this episode in particular that some of them were together for like a year, a year and a half. I'm like that's a well, yeah. Crazy. And one of these girls was 24. Right. Yeah. There's like, like it doesn't matter how too. long you've been yes. together at that point. <laughs> one girl that's 24 that is giving the ultimatum is insane. And then the the one couple that's been together for a year and a half, like it's a year and a half. <laughs> What's the rush? I, right. So there there is some, some sure. If you've been together for five years and you're you know 32 years old and you want this to go somewhere, it makes sense. Yeah. But there's a lot of scenarios. Uh, too. I think the age plays into sense. a lot too. If, like you're in your mid 30s, like early 40s, and let's say like, you're dating for six plus years like come on man like i'm gonna die soon yeah <laughs> now Brendan, but, but some of these pe- oh sorry go ahead oh no you go ahead well just like some of these people are like so not into the idea of marriage like period but then right. they're like they're like oh i i couldn't commit i mean how do you know that you're ready to commit okay do you want kids yes definitely what the fuck? Okay. Famously, not a commitment. Having, like, having I promise you, you're gonna have better luck like committing to the person that you've chosen and like choosing to spend your life with than this baby that you've never met. Sure. Um, <laughs> and then you are famously getting married soon. Was uh, this the result of an ultimatum? Have to bring it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, we Nicole, have to ask. Nicole Bebop would be on, on my show. ass if I didn't ask you. If I didn't ask show and I didn't want to. It's like, I'd rather not humiliate myself, so I'll just ask you to marry me instead. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just <laughs> skip the part where we go on the show. Yeah. Because they, they thought I was a lesbian. <laughs> oh, that makes sense, actually. Yeah. I look like yeah, when they Ellen generous a little bit. And they saw, when they saw your haircut in high school, they were like, this is definitely, <laughs> this is definitely a lesbian. We yeah. got to get her on the show. <laughs> got to get her on the horn. For, yeah. I uh, for, for love ultimatum in 20 years. I love a good, I love a good ultimato, which means of course you give yes. me the whole tomato or else. <laughs> Nothing just, at all. Uh, you, you can't, you can't recap a show called the, the ultimatum without, without making, without you making the to, ultimato reference. It, it, by law, you do have to. Um, but no, I agree, I agree so with Lita overall. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. I'm happy. I'm happy. That's a, that's a brand overall. You know uh, who month. Brie Buckley is? In yeah. Do you remember, do you remember Brie Buckley? Who that is on Gossip? Wait, wait, we can't blow past. I said overall, and it's coming up. Oh, soon. overall's day. Overall's day just coming up. Put is that, that out there. But yeah, yeah I was. I was uh, uh, she she looks familiar, and then I looked her up. Oh, boo! Yeah. She sent Carter Bazin to the oil rig. Mm, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> He opened a business for all of our fallen characters. Oh, she was the one that she started the oil rig, didn't she? Yeah. Um, I don't know if she started, but she definitely was the one. Her family sent Carter to it. Yeah. It's their their family's oil rig. She started the the canon of of our show of of characters going there. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, welcome. I'm glad you're back up to speed. (laughs) (laughs) So we we are going to start meeting uh, some of these uh, cast members here. We have we have Yoli. She's 34. She wants to get married. We, we have Lexi, who is the 24 year old, who is also someone who wants to get married and have children. Which, uh, okay, Lexi, you know you're 24. What is the rush? I I will I will never understand people who feel this way at at such a young age. I am. Uh, famously older than that, and I am still not, not in a rush to get married. I, I believe it was friend of the pod, Sam Stanish, that famously said that uh, uh, Barney Stinson did get one thing right, and that's uh, don't even think about getting married until you're 30. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Barney Stinson was right. Yeah. Wear a police this shirt. <laughs> yes. um, uh, Sam, a big Barney Stinson defender. <laughs> yes, many are saying this. Um, 
Wait, what was the what was the question? Oh, it was be why the twenty four year old wants to get married. It's because obviously because her dad is a jeweler and her mom is a, is oh a wedding God, yeah. planner. Yeah, yeah. So it's a family she's business like, getting married. Yeah, yeah. She has to get married now because because it's gonna go to business her, if she doesn't. Her parents have wedding adjacent uh, jobs, so now yeah. she has to she must get married as soon as possible. Which is why, so my dad's a doctor, and that's why I injured myself this week. <laughs> I have to support the family business. Fix me, daddy. <laughs> Nope. It's, uh -uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, uh, Mildred, thirty-three. She deserves to be happy and married. So she has also issued an ultimatum. Uh, we're, we're meeting is a thirty-three-year-old Mildred. <laughs> for a girl. For a girl. <laughs> can't. I... That's not really her name, right? She was like, oh, if I'm going on this show, I'm obviously using a fake name. <laughs> also, yeah. the person with an Australian accent named Aussie. Yes, that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. I was so like, why is it a little on the nose, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> on the nars. Did they like not on hear her name and they just gave her? It was a little on the nars. Because <laughs> they couldn't understand her. <laughs> you have a funny <laughs> accent. We'll call you Aussie. Aussie. <laughs> we'll call you Aussie. Yeah, that was very strange. <laughs> Can't believe I'm on this char. <laughs> yeah. um, I love Netflix. <laughs> and the other ultimatum givers are Sam, who is 31, and Xander, who is 30. Uh, believe it or not, uh, they Xander's are also the issuing cock ultimatum. Of the whole show. Poor Xander. <laughs> Poor Xander. Is Xander could Xander on the show? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. yes, there is. Uh, the one that is dating uh, Vanessa, I believe. But yeah, she, not having a good time. She seems more concerned with what what uh, Vanessa is doing the whole yes, night, as and she should be. <laughs> and even the well, and we'll get to it but even the like dates or the conversations they have where they're like um yeah and this is going well i like this it's like there was still no chemistry there there was i was falling asleep watching it so <laughs> not great i think um, like, like she was on the verge of crying as she was saying yeah this is going really well <laughs> this is really good <laughs> So we've met the five people who are issuing the ultimatum and who desperately want to be married. Uh, at least everyone besides Lexi is older than 30 years old. So the Barney Stinson pr principle is remaining intact for, for most of them. And <laughs> an ultimatum, I know we defend it, but it seems like they're all just uh, forcing someone to get married here who doesn't want to. So how can successful can this process be really? And uh, I guess that's what we're here to find out. I think it's much less about forcing somebody into a marriage and much more about going on a reality show. No, that yeah. can't be it. Well, it, <laughs> honestly, for, for the, I don't. Like, I hate to keep talking about Xander, but Xander seems like she genuinely was trying to have like a last ditch effort at keeping her her woman. Everybody else was like, "Yeah, I'll go on this TV show." That person Vanessa, like thought this was Vanessa's, the best fix at all. Vanessa seemed thrilled to talk to anyone. So excited. Else. <laughs> she, she gets out it. Don't think like, this is her oh idea. <laughs> she's like, I love. I love everybody to else. Other people who aren't Xander. <laughs> so. Oh God, yeah, no, she was. I just googled. Uh, Vanessa to see what she looks like. Yes, she was. She was flirting with everybody. Yeah, she was having a great time. To the point where she like made uh, it a point to talk to I forget the girl's name, the twenty four year old girl. She seemed like she Lexi. singled her out to be like, oh, I want you to be the person that I like date for the week. And then within seconds, <laughs> finds her <laughs> former partner. <laughs> it's like, how about you yes. too? I think Ray, who is uh, Lexi's partner. I believe Ray came up to her and was oh, like, whoa, did, okay. whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I, I can't. I'm gonna. I can't have Lexi. Uh, with Vanessa, I need to go up and, and steal her myself. Um, that's what I thought at so, first, too. That you reminded me, yeah, because I thought she was gonna be like, Hey, uh, I thought she was gonna have a serious conversation with this with Melissa. Is it 
I forget. Uh, Vanessa, there we go. Um, <laughs> she, she's your favorite gossip girl. Character. I know. I gotta forget. Uh, but I, I thought she's gonna have a conversation with her, like, "Hey, stay away from her." But then her move was instead to try and get her for herself instead, which is where it started to get interesting. I, mean, I that's the I, I do kind of want to see more, just because I know it's gonna get so much better, and the drama's obviously yet to hit. Um, mm-hmm. But these dynamics would be uh, interesting in the future. Well, there you go. Um, Couples are all gathered here, and out walks Brie Buckley herself, queer icon Joanna Garcia. Was a veil? (laughs) What? She was a veil. I I couldn't believe it. I can't believe they booked her. It was, <laughs> I I mean, I, she must be so busy during Pride Month doing doing, <laughs> doing everything. All the gays worship her, Joanna Garcia Switcher. <laughs> Somebody was like, if you were gonna get a straight person from Reba to host the show, why not Reba? <laughs> like a, a gay icon from the show Reba. <laughs> yeah, I will be Fuck questioning Reba. this this hosting decision for the end of time. Uh, and yes, that is the Gossip Girl connection. That is why we're all here this week. It is Joanna Garcia who played Brie Buckley for like four episodes of the show, give, give or take. So, and she had a again, big impact. Yeah. <laughs> and again, why on earth is she hosting the show about queer people? Like, obviously nothing against her. She's great. We all love Brie Buckley, but it seems like a random <laughs> choice. Like, she's not queer. And, you know, we may be sarcastically calling her a queer icon, but... It's not like she's particularly notable in the queer community, but everyone I mean, does if freak out. If they got Taylor Momsen to host this bitch, the girlies would be screaming. Oh my god, yes. I mean, everyone does freak out a little bit when she arrives. Like, how many of the ten people on the show even knew who Joanna Garcia Swisher was? If I, yeah, if I was there, I wouldn't have recognized her. <laughs> like, why is everyone yeah. getting so then, excited? <laughs> you'd be asking her questions about Nick Swisher. <laughs> Definitely. I should be like, why is Ellen on this show? And th- this is... <laughs> Ellen's looking for love. Of <laughs> course. This, uh... this is actually how we got Brendan to agree to do this because of the Yankee connection. Uh, and that she's, she's married to Nick Switcher. Um, Brendan was like, no, I won't do the gay shit unless you put some baseball shit in there, too. <laughs> it's a bat and ball action, bro. <laughs> and then like like we were saying they do address it i love the conversation someone says isn't it correct that you're not queer which is an interesting <laughs> way to ask that question it had to be addressed she, it had to be addressed isn't it correct i don't know why they phrase it that way and so, she goes Joanna swisher goes home to her husband and is like this is the weird thing this week that happened to me that i can't stop thinking about <laughs> on their podcast they talk about <laughs> so they isn't ask, it correct sorry i've just it, received a fax isn't it correct that you're not queer as if she's being like interrogated and she goes i am not and then they just say and then the answer to that is we're so happy you're here we're so happy you're here what are you talking about well there you have it they're so happy she's here joke of the episode already and then everyone just tells her how beautiful she is and this is actually how i enter a room of gay people too I walk in and I make them all tell me how beautiful I am. <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> oh, Nick Swisher also so had my mother tie in. Yes. Oh, Barney Stinson, of Barney course. Stinson. Nick Swisher. Nick Swisher. It makes sense. This is also how I met your mother podcast now. <laughs> no. <laughs> so we're going to get to know each other here. Uh, Vanessa and Xander have been dating for four years. Xander is uh, so thankful for that. They met when they were seniors in high school and their boyfriends were best friends. So gr- a great meet cute there. 
And uh, five years later, they met at a taco truck and decided to be gay together. I believe that's how, how they phrased it. <laughs> Not- <laughs> Netflix writers are writing this. <laughs> it's just like, they agree to uh, put, just put together? in like, be gay together, but we'll go back and fix <laughs> it later. Like, what's what's a gay thing? Eat taco? Okay, that works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the lesbians met at a, at a taco truck. <laughs> So Xander doesn't want to look for another connection like this again, but she desperately wants to get married. And Vanessa never envisioned a long-term relationship. Uh, she doesn't want permanency and stability. She wants freedom. And uh, yeah. Xander <laughs> so wants children. Like they're they're two things. Like yeah, I want children. I want freedom. <laughs> Great Those start. are actually two different things. And th- then Xander's like, I-, I want children, and I'm worried to walk away because I care about my future children more than anything else, which is kind of wild to care about these Insane. hypothetical creatures more than anything <laughs> creatures. else in the world. <laughs> these things that ha- have not been created or born yet. This is this is my priority number one mm-hmm. more than anything else in the world. Yeah. I agree. So that's uh, they're they're going to be a big couple in this one. We're also going to meet Yoli and Mal and. Uh, Mal, Mal, I've heard it both ways. I mean, I did watch the show. I should know how it's pronounced, but... They said it both uh, ways. <laughs> she couldn't decide they met during, Yeah, They met during Pride three years ago. Uh, Mal asked Yoli for her Instagram so uh, she could continue asking for discounts at Barney's. And uh, Mal took care of Yoli when she was sick once, and they love each other so much. Very nice. Well, it takes. Yeah. yeah. They talk about getting married often, but Mal says she wants uh, the money for everything. You know, the ring, the house, the kids, the kids' education, all of that before getting married, which is, that's not even a no. That's just like, let's save yeah, up some more yeah, money that's first. that's stopping me right now. Yeah, it doesn't seem too unreasonable. The, the way that she put it, though, it made it seem like she wanted the other girl to like pay for it all. She's like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta raise the money for all this stuff, and then I'll marry you once you have all the money, and you can pay me. <laughs> yeah, once you uh, once oh. you pay for everything, we can get, <laughs> yeah, we can get, get on that. Mm. But yeah, I, I, didn't, I don't um, have much to say about these any of these mute cutes because I don't know they seem like they could have been re- like they're so like, maybe that's what it is they're so real that they're boring you know what yeah. they mean by met during pride but to me it's just like you met in June it's not a how you met yeah, well yeah yeah that's true <laughs> that is true it's just more of a when they met uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> um, and so Mel is like you know straight up saying she wants to marry Yoli she just needs to figure out the funds first but she also doesn't understand why Yoli chose her because she falls in love with every single person she meets and her big thing is that uh, she feels like you know th- there's no difference there she could fall in love with uh, someone else next week I- in the same way again uh, like she yeah, might agree that seems like to the marry bigger Yoli. issue for sure yeah and she then she'll fall in love like, with someone else kind of scary and Yoli yeah. does not dispute this. She does say, uh, sorry you feel that way. I feel that way. Sorry yeah. you found that out about my character traits. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, if this is it, then they're done because uh, Mal isn't going to chase her and Yoli doesn't speak to exes. So uh, this is it. It's this show or, or nothing. If, if this show doesn't fix them, they're done. Well, they could marry somebody else. That is true. That yeah. is, that well, is that's, that's true. Good point. Like, Yoli could be, even though she was the one that put on the ultimatum, she could fall in love with someone very easily in, in these three weeks. And she just may, yeah. She just may. Um, Joanna's going to explain why some people are hesitant to, to marry. I feel like Nick Swisher better make an appearance on the show. Because uh, if, if Joanna Garcia Swisher is going to be some kind of expert in marriage, I need to know what's going on in the, in the <laughs> Nick and Joanna marriage. Were they the result of a successful ultimatum? Is that why Joanna Garcia Swisher is here? <laughs> Maybe. That's, Maybe. That's a big reveal at the end yeah. of the series. I may not be queer, but I know something about ultimatums. Um, <laughs> I, I told Nick that he had to marry me, and it was happily ever after. And they said, you're hired. So, oh, you don't uh, think that Nick would be the one trying to lock down JBS? Um, you know, it's possible. I I guess we'll have to ask him when we get him on the. He still doesn't know that she was on TV. (laughs) 
fishy. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, that's canon. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't know that. <laughs> he has no idea that she's a celebrity. No, no idea who she is. <laughs> so he thinks he's Joanne a is going to expl- ex- explain that these couples are currently strangers, but uh, they are compatible with multiple people here. Immediately giving me those "Are you the one?" vibes that we were uh, mm-hmm. talking about before. And at the end of the week, each one of them will get to choose someone that they think embodies what they look for in a spouse. They're going to move in together as a new couple in a trial marriage, and then they'll do the same thing all over again with the person they arrived with. So tonight is the couple's last night as a couple, and tomorrow morning they break up and become exes. And then at the end of the show, they uh, the end of the experience, they decide how they will leave the show, either engaged, single, or newly in love. I think... uh, Great no, idea. if this is <laughs> yeah, great idea. No notes. <laughs> I think I would just uh, I just accept the ultimatum just to get out of there, and then uh, maybe just do like a Pam and Roy style engagement, and just like never, never actually yeah. get married. Yeah, uh, yeah. What what is going to happen during this three week trial? Like, what what is a trial marriage? You just you just sleep next to a person that you don't really know that well and get to like. It sounds like you're just kind of the early stages of dating. You're not. You're not... Oh, but these are <laughs> lesbians. Remember, they True. move fast. They move faster than your okay. than your average folk. So, uh, for now, they will enjoy their last night as a couple, and uh, Joanna will see them in a week. Easy, easy job for Joanna. Very easy paycheck. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll right? be back in a week to check in yeah, on you. We don't even get like a challenge yeah. or anything like that where she has you, to come You have in enough and do food for the week. I hope. <laughs> yes, we should have got a challenge. We had a, I don't know Some why, sort of but we should have had like a, a gross food eating challenge to start <laughs> off the show. <laughs> for no reason. If you really love your partner, you'll eat this fertilized bird egg. <laughs> the winner gets to choose which of the fancy houses they will be staying in. Gets first it's, pick. Other half of every show is all like, fear, fear factor based. And then, and then Joe Rogan comes in. He does fear factor for them. Oh, great. Oh, I think he's the other Nar straight person Jar-Rogan. missing. <laughs> yeah, Nar Jarrogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan's a, a good a good litmus test for if I want to talk, be friends with someone. I, I, I would say... <laughs> At work last week, and, and someone mentioned Joe Rogan, and I looked around to see the reactions to people who were <laughs> reacting to this, and someone was like, oh, Joe Rogan is so funny. So I was like, okay, great. I don't have to be friends <laughs> with this person moving, fo- moving I don't forward. know if you remember um, the live brewery festival show that we did last year, and we were talking to these random people that were at the festival, and they're like, oh, you guys are funny. This is like a fun show. Yeah. And they were like, yes. do you guys listen to other, what, what are your What's your favorite podcast? They're like, Joe Rogan. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the same boat as oh, Joe Rogan. Rogan. Oh, Joe Rogan, dude. Rogan. So. I thought you were saying that Joe Rogan is your friend's litmus test. So it's like Joe Rogan is the line. If they, if I like them more than Joe Rogan, then we can be friends. Yes. I like them right. less yes. than Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is my replacement level friend. He's a guy we have no opinion on. <laughs> and I thought that was weird. That is weird. That's pretty average. That's very weird. <laughs> That'd be a weird like, thing for me to say. Your bar is really low. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Vanessa seems to already claim uh, Mal for her trial marriage. Uh, she also says that people fall in love with her very easily, which uh, does seem to be the case moving forward in this episode. Uh, and we're going to meet Lexi and Ray here. They've been dating for three years. Ray is 27, and yet Lexi, the 24-year-old, is the one who needs to get married. And uh, they are dating because Ray is a boobs girl, and Lexi has a lot of what Ray likes. <laughs> That's an unkind way of paraphrasing. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, it's okay for them to say that because Ray's parents don't know how to work a TV. So I guess they'll never see this. <laughs> Her um, mom is that lady outside Duncan. <laughs> Please. My, my daughter's on TV right now and I just, need, I just need to know what my address is. She's got two antennas and a jar of barbecue sauce. 
<laughs> no shoes. <laughs> no shoes. <laughs> Shards of glass surrounding. <laughs> but she doesn't look scared. <laughs> Guys, quick. I think my daughter's a boobs girl. <laughs> But I have no way of knowing for sure unless I watch her on this TV show. <laughs> um, Lexi seems to be rushing into this because, as we mentioned, her mom's a wedding planner and her dad's a jeweler. And I guess that's it. That's, that's uh, I feel bad for Ray. She just wants her big boobed girl that she's in love with. And <laughs> who doesn't? They've only, they've only been dating for three years. It's not like they've been together for ten years. And. Uh, Lexi just thinks Ray is just scared they aren't going to be perfect together. And Lexi's like, I hate to use the words, I'm giving you an ultimatum. But uh, yet here we are on this show called The Ultimatum. So <laughs> there you go. I, I don't want to give you an ultimatum, but I do want to bring you on a TV show that forces us to get married. <laughs> yeah, just not going to say it. <laughs> I just don't want to say the word. It's an ugly word. <laughs> <laughs> Mildred and Tim. <laughs> Mildred, what Mildred. Can we give her a nickname? Like Aussie? Mildred. <laughs> no, sorry. Aussie's actually already being used. Believe <laughs> oh, it or not. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Millie, Millie, and Tiff—they've uh, been dating for <laughs> only two years. A- actually, a year and eleven months, actually. And Tiff found Mildred on an Instagram hashtag, hashtag lesbian Latina. So Tiff slid into the DMs and they've been together ever That's since. Weird. That's also Brendan's latest search. I was going to say, <laughs> he beat me to it. It's like a good hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Searching the hashtags for a future for a future girlfriend. It's not a it's not a bad idea, I guess. <laughs> I can't believe that worked. <laughs> yeah. And DM the person. Did, did anyone, that, that's an insane way to approach somebody. <laughs> I'm like, what hashtag would I search if I was just like putting vibes out there? Just be like tall dork. <laughs> hashtag tall dork. <laughs> Mildred gave Tiff an ultimatum because Tiff really likes what Mildred does in bed. Uh, so, <laughs> did she get more descriptive, or that um, was kind of? Yeah, connecting the dots here. I don't know. <laughs> I like what she does. And I want to marry her. Yada yada yada. Ultimatum. <laughs> I think this was maybe one of the horniest couples. Yeah, yeah, yeah for they sure. show them. Oh, this was them. Like, yeah. That, that scene yes, also felt so weirdly like directed. Like it, they oh, didn't seem awful. that into it. Yeah. yeah, we just watched them hooking up for a while. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it was it's insane. <laughs> so uh, Tiff loves Mildred because who wants to date a boring person? Uh, we keep referring to Mildred as spicy, and it it doesn't even seem like she's one of the most exciting people on the show. So, she's spicy. But, just racism. Yeah, yeah, right. So uh, uh, Tiff wants to know if Mildred just wants to be married or if she wants to be married to someone special. Uh, would be married. Stupid uh, would, question. Would be wild if like, Mildred yeah, was like, married. no, I just want to be married. Just married. Be anyone. Doesn't matter. Like, yeah. Anyone, that's why I'm here, actually. There's a lot of options. Could be anyone. Lexi's got big boobs. Maybe it'll be Lexi. So. <laughs> um, Tiff is afraid that Mildred's going to throw her away and then two years later want to get back together. But Mildred ensures her that she will not come back after this. So uh, Tiff loves Mildred so much, but she's not ready to commit to marriage, especially because they break up all the time. So, yeah, this is a terrible idea. What is this to your timeline? Like, how, how much have they actually been together? <laughs> yeah. You're like, by the way, we break up all the time, but let's get married. Like that, no, this is not going to end up well at all. No. So, so far, I'm on the side of the ultimatum victim in all of these couples, and not the ultimatum <laughs> giver. And I'm just going to root for all of them to find happiness, uh, whether it's through a breakup or getting together with someone else, or like begrudgingly agreeing to get married at the end of this. Um, so, Mildred and Tiff go back to the hotel room to fuck, and that's when we just watch them like hooking up for a while. Right. <laughs> someone forgot to yell "cut!" At that's so Brandon was like, "I'm back in." I'm back yeah. in, baby. <laughs> They were the, so, the ultimatum giver always just seems like the person that's not willing to admit that their relationship is bad. 
the other person's yeah, kind of ready. Like, the other person yeah. always has the other foot out the door, halfway out the door, and this person's like, <laughs> yeah, no, that, please That stay. is the premise of not wanting to marry somebody. Yeah. <laughs> um, we go to the next morning. They It seems they have forgotten about one of the couples because we don't meet all of them <laughs> yet. We go to the next morning. Uh, Tiff has been like uh, brainwashed at some point into thinking that Mildred is right, and they're like, all right, let's do it. Let's see if we uh, get married each other. My prediction is that um, all of these couples are either going to get engaged and then break it off or they're going to break up and get back together. I don't think anyone is going to get engaged and then get married because this uh, it just does not seem like any of these couples are going to be able to survive this. And I don't think yeah. that uh, anyone is going to get together with someone from another couple because that would truly be deranged if that happened. I think there will be plenty of plenty of flirting, of course, but yeah. I, I don't think anyone is going to leave their yeah, long-term relationship for someone they met three weeks ago. And a lot of just like not getting... It was stopping them from just dating someone else in the show. Like after it's over, like, hey, we don't have to get married for real. Like this, that we don't have to abide by this show's crazy rules. Let's just date because we happen to have find a connection here. Right. And like once the show's over, I would imagine much like yeah, I would imagine like much like on The Bachelor, like nothing is actually stopping that. Like right. once the show's yeah. over, everyone is free to be normal. Remember for the purpose Pablo, of the show, we, we need high stakes. Yeah, the Juan Pablo became the most hated man in America because he was like, I pick you, but just to date. Not gonna get, what? I'm not going to marry you. Went you on The Bachelor, not ready to get married? How could <laughs> yeah. you? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, it's too normal. Yeah. It, it, so, uh, Tiff is crying because she's uh, losing a very important part of her. But uh, then through tears, she goes, uh, but if I could choose here and now to marry Mildred, I still wouldn't. Which I love. <laughs> <laughs> making that clear. <laughs> Just so you know. If you were dying of thirst on the side of the road, <laughs> I still wouldn't, I would I wouldn't about marry it. you. <laughs> Now we finally get around to meeting the forgotten couple, Aussie and Sam, who, uh, outside of this, don't really talk at all in this. <laughs> we we have our purple couple here. We have our invisible yeah. Aussie. One of them doesn't even get a real name, just gets a descriptor of where they're from in Aussie. <laughs> and they've, they've been dating for 1.5 years, and when they first touched hands, it was like something you saw in the movies. And A lot of hand-touching well, in movies that yeah, I watch. Yeah, a lot of hand-touching <laughs> in the movies I watch, baby. That's, that's E.T.? Like, yeah. <laughs> Specifically, the movie E.T. is what they were referring to. Um, and then it's we find out Aussie is 42. So it's like, okay, it makes sense. I guess, you know, they're in their 40s. They want to get married. Nope. Uh, but it's the 31-year-old Sam Reverse. is the one who wants to get married. And Aussie, Aussie uh, just wants to live with someone for five years before getting married and uh, getting very anxious about it. Again, yeah, <laughs> that's the line in the sand. It's a rule that years. you don't want to marry them anyway and you make up right. a reason. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I think the the reasonable request is like, yeah, we've been dating for 1.5 years. Let's just live with each other for a little while longer and, and see how this right, goes. Right. I don't think just anything wrong about it. that. And then they're uh, they're both laughing about this whole process, but then like they're like, oh yeah, in all seriousness, we're uh, we're gonna miss each other. And uh, also, it looks like they don't really want to participate in whatever this is, but uh, she's gonna try anyway. And uh, Sam fully stands by her ultimatum because she says it's the right thing for both of them. And uh, <laughs> it, they like start to like you know cry about how they're gonna miss each other and 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 how you know sam really wants to get married and uh during this sad moment in the episode the subtitles read intros <laughs> introspective pop song playing <laughs> <laughs> i was like good to know <laughs> thank you what's your favorite <laughs> introspective pop song i'm gonna make my introspective pop song playlist <laughs> um so we finally met all of our couples here. Uh, oh, to answer your question, I don't, I can't think of an intro. Oh, okay. <laughs> my favorite one off the top of my head. So we're gonna I have to like revisit it's this. Liability by Lord. Wow, okay, you had wow. one ready to go. Now we feel very prepared. introspective. Sure. So Vanessa and Xander again. They 
again, bring up that they've been dating for four years, but they've never spent more than a week apart in three years. So it's going to be super hard for both of them to picture each other with someone else. But uh, if it happens, you know, if it feels natural, they want each other to feel free enough to explore it. Uh, they're not going to hold themselves back. And Xander doesn't want to do this anymore. They just, you know, they would want to be together. But Vanessa's like, nope, too late. Like, you can tell Vanessa really wants to be here. She's like, no, yeah, no, no, too late. This, that, that won't solve anything. We're already here. We got to date other people. And she's like saying the right thing. She's like uh, telling Xander not to be afraid to explore something with someone else. But, and they're both saying it. But like, yeah, let's see how uh, they feel when, uh, you know, they have to watch it happen right in front of each other's faces. Yeah. And uh, Vanessa almost seems like she's trying to convince. Xander, this is all going to be okay. And Venice is just. Yeah, this is going to be just, great. She seems so, so excited, though. Like, I can't wait to get, <laughs> get my rocks I'm off. I'm going to get to fuck someone else. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> um, one week until the choice. And now is when all the couples are going to start mingling with each other. Uh, Lexi thinks it's weird that she has an ex, but she's ready to go on dates with eight beautiful women. Uh, she says she's in her cutest bikini and she's ready to live in the moment. And you don't really have an ex. And, uh, yeah, exactly. They're they're all seeming weird about their exes in quotes having to date other people, and I, I, I say exes in quotes because th- that's that's what they're saying. It, it doesn't it does not feel like anyone has actually broken up with each other. These are not yeah. their exes. But uh, Mal is excited that Ray plays basketball because she played in college. Uh, she's also dated her teammates before, so uh, that that seems messy, and I think Ray agrees with that. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy because they're natural. like. I found out that she also plays basketball. It's crazy. I haven't had so, a connection like this. In yeah. yeah. Mal gets excited really about the craziest things. Later in the show, someone is going to say, I love a Manhattan. And Mal does the same thing, like the exaggerated like fist pump. Like, yes! And she Manhattan! says that she makes a great Manhattan. And I I, I know oh, that Resident Maddie's bartender. least favorite... Yeah, I know that Maddie's least favorite thing is when people read their notes. But um, <laughs> I only I only have two notes from this uh episode it's just kilo water with some lime old-fashioned and water <laughs> those are the two water drink orders that are mentioned yeah old-fashioned and water is kind of was uh was definitely interesting and what and was the, the other kilo one you said water are they do they only have water as mixer by the way water is going to be the only mixer we have on <laughs> <laughs> just like this is expensive enough we can't get cranberry juice so i had a tequila we're using water cool water <laughs> I had a tequila water once, and it was the worst experience of my life. Ew. I could not believe. I don't know I, it's worse it's than so tequila. Fucking different. Being handed a vodka water instead of a vodka soda is like. Uh, oh god! It's yeah, like I, glitching the, out. It sounds like a nightmare. The the people I was with were all getting tequila water, so I was like, okay, I guess I'll try one. And I was like, why would anyone? Was there in any, the like, world at least any lime in it, or just straight up drink this? I, I'm sure there was. I, I don't. But like, it, it just didn't. It was not going down well. I no did. Bubbles. I did not have the bubbles. I did not uh-huh. like it. Um, but yeah, Mal really loves uh, reacting to things, which I, and, and I love that for Same. Mal. <laughs> this, and then again, this, so this thing is just a big uh, speed dating event. Everyone's just asking each other who issued the ultimatum, who received the ultimatum. Uh, Tiff and Mal are on their date. Tiff tells Mal that uh, they're the most masculine person they've ever been on a date with. Uh, traditionally, neither of them date mask, but they're both like, you know, fuck it. Let's just go for it. We'll figure out tops and bottoms another time. <laughs> um, and then comments, who do you think will be the top and who will be the bottom? <laughs> I don't remember who's who. <laughs> this is a trap. What'd you say? I, don't, I, don't, I truly don't remember who's who. Good answer. Good answer. Yes. Friend in the sea race. That's right. Thought that they looked exactly the same. No, but the, <laughs> as the speed dating was happening, you could even without like them telling who was the ultimatum person, who was not, you could just tell by energy. If you if you forgot and they didn't, you didn't see the screen tell you, you would be able to 
to tell by energy for sure. Especially, again, to go back to Xander, who was crying throughout the entire thing. <laughs> well, that's your superpower. You're able to look at any couple and be like, you give the ultimatum, you receive the ultimatum. <laughs> right, I'm not a top-or-bottom guy. I'm an ultimatum or no ultimatum guy. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Gives and receives. Oh, no, not like that. <laughs> not like that. You don't understand. <laughs> Get your head out of the gutter. <laughs> I'm talking about ultimatums, baby. So <laughs> That's, for that's this just, catchphrase. That's just for me. <laughs> We find we find out that while Tiff is very open minded, uh, when it comes down to it, they they can't get with a girl that, as they say, flat out eats a juicy raw fucking steak. So that uh that might be a deal breaker for Tiff here. Um, so a deal Ray, breaker for later. Yeah, I, I was gonna say because Ray also asked Tiff what they think about having kids, and Tiff is like, uh, no, not not really my forte. I, I mean, Tiff sounds perfect for Lita so far. Uh, no, <laughs> no, no juicy steaks, no kids. Like this is the Lita special here. Oh, I gotta look up which one is Tiff. And Tiff's <laughs> reaction to Lexi being 24 is also funny. She just laughs at how young Lexi is. And then I mean, that's the right reaction, e- honestly. And seems even more surprised when Lexi says she's the one who gave the ultimatum. Like, right. this is a great segment for Tiff. She's like, oh, you are ready to go at 24. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, this one's Tiff. She's the one who's with uh, Mildred. Mildred, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, love Tiff. No juicy yeah, steaks, no kids. <laughs> yeah, Tiff was great. Love love the no juicy steaks. Hashtag no juicy steaks. Hashtag no kids. Um, and then uh, Tiff seems to be very clear on what they want here. Uh, again, plenty of deal breakers for Tiff. And then we, we see Vanessa and Xander's date, which seems very awkward. And uh, the editing makes us believe that... Uh, oh, no, not Vanessa and Xander. Sorry. Uh, Tiff and Xander. Uh, uh, Tiff and Xander's date. The, the editing makes us believe that Tiff compliments Xander's hair and Xander just, like, ignores her. <laughs> Nothing to I always forget that that's an aspect of this where they, they want to, like, tell a story so they have to, yes. you know, probably cut I have to imagine Xander did not just ignore Tiff's <laughs> Right, because the, the way we saw it was silence. Nice hair. Yeah. And then nothing. Yeah. And Xander's just like, I can't stop thinking about Vanessa. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Xander did seem to hit it off with um, Big Boob 24. <laughs> Lexi. <laughs> Lexi. <laughs> and that, and that's, that, is, uh, that is how you saved Nicole in your phone when you first met her, right? <laughs> yeah. Big Boob 24. Even though I, I met her when I was 17, 18. Go, and I, I just knew when she turned 24, they're really going to start popping. <laughs> Vanessa hasn't gone on a date in four years, but here we are. She's going to get a drink or five and date everyone she can. And uh, we have our segment of Vanessa dating everyone. I, I, I just don't understand love... these weird, like, aluminum glasses that they had to use throughout the entire day and night. <laughs> Strange. I didn't even notice. Yeah, they're all, they did, nobody so had glasses. Glassware. glass and get covered in barbecue sauce. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> One leads to the other no matter what. <laughs> They said it's your choice. We either get rid of the barbecue sauce or we get rid of the glasses. And they all unanimously were like, glass. Glass. Fucking glass. <laughs> Gotta keep the sauce. We need the, bar- we need the barbecue <laughs> sauce for our fat, juicy steaks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember who Vanessa was saying this to, but I love the conversation she has with someone. It's like, what do you look for in a partner? Vibes. Fuck, that's what I was going to say, too. I love. She was not going to say that. <laughs> Fucking liar. <laughs> I was gonna say vibes. That's I mean, so but I guess it makes sense. Oh like God, when you're going you to speed dating, you just want to sound. You just want to sound. Oh, I'm a Capricorn. I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you guys also looking for uh, vibes in a relationship? Lots of vibes. Just say, <laughs> what just I was say good or bad. Say. Yeah. So Vanessa says she just wants to date a clone of herself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> she's like, she's like, I always said if I could just have a clone of myself, I just date, I date that person. No, I was like, that yeah, me too. An insane thing to say. <laughs> so funny. Something that even if you feel it, you like shouldn't say it. Right. Other people. Like your, right. your first speed date. She also, I think this is with Tiff. She's also like, so Tiff, I understand you like to date pillow princesses. <laughs> yeah, where's so, where's I think no one what else is, got inside well, information on another to... candidate. What is, Wait, where, is what, it... what does she get this information? I don't know. I don't know who briefed her on this. Well, it's whoever briefed them that Brie Buckley is straight. Yeah. Yes. Did they phrase that? Can yeah. You confirm. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. So, um, <laughs> Xander seems more concerned with what Vanessa is doing, as, as we've been mentioning here. Uh, and then Ray is the one who comes over and is drinking uh, tequila water, which, <laughs> which I almost died in my my one experience drinking that. So kudos to Ray for being able to being able to do this. Um, Ray and Vanessa seem on relatively the same page on, on, uh, they're, they're the people receiving the ultimatum and they don't understand how the other person is so ready for that commitment. Uh, so they seem to be on the same page here. And then Ray asks, what about children? Which remember, uh, deal breaker for her. And Vanessa also, uh, definitely does want to have kids or as she puts it, I would love to host a child in my belly if my body allows it, which uh, is an <laughs> insane way to phrase that. <laughs> That's like what? how incels on Twitter talk. Like, <laughs> why did she find a Very woman to host a child what? in her belly? Yes. Why did she turn a ro into a robot? Like, I would, <laughs> I would love to host a child in my belly if my body allows it. So this is this is looking like a really okay, good okay, Alexa. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I asked Alexi if you wanted kids. Alexi has the big boobs. But... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So uh, Vanessa it reveals that she's pansexual, so gender does not matter to her. And uh, now that she's found the word pansexual, she feels like it's her vibe. Uh, uh, you know, again, a lot more vibe talks. Um, <laughs> and then Vanessa and Ray's exes also happen to be on a date right now. So Vanessa and Ray are going to laugh a little louder to make them jealous. Always always a good strategy. I do that whenever I'm at a restaurant in general. Just, just laugh, laugh loudly. So, so everyone like feels all like the jealous. Just to make factory patrons make everyone, jealous. Yeah. <laughs> make everyone else jealous. Yeah. Damn, Brennan's uh -huh. having a great night over there. <laughs> that big boob. I was having dinner with. <laughs> he has great vibes. I wish I, having, I wish I was having dinner with Brendan. <laughs> I go by myself and just start laughing while I eat. <laughs> God. <laughs> Don't call the police, but I might. <laughs> My big juicy steak. By your, big your big juicy fat steak. juicy steak. It's lathered in barbecue sauce. <laughs> With shards of glass surrounding you. New catchphrase. Lexi and Xander's date. Uh, the first thing that Xander notices about Lexi is that uh, she, she seems to be stumbling over her words. She seems like she doesn't want to say your boobs are huge. So she, says that. <laughs> she says your appearance is extremely sexy. Uh, it seems like Xander might be a bit of a boob girl as well. I don't think she knew it, though. She's like, didn't know how to say the word boob. <laughs> She's like, uh, uh, the, thing about, the first thing I noticed about you is uh, 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 uh. <laughs> It was like the moment where yeah, she realized like, she was excited to be here. here. Like, wait a second. <laughs> I could fuck too. Auga. <laughs> it was very much an auga. Yeah, we were moment. one step away from a, an honest to God auga in the middle of, <laughs> in the middle of the episode. And she was like, in that moment, was staring right at the tits. To be fair, if I got an honest to God auga, I would probably marry them. <laughs> <laughs> no ultimatum needed. <laughs> no ultimatum needed. <laughs> If any 
think these couples tried just saying auga. <laughs> I don't think we tried it yet. A true from their soul auga. <laughs> yes, it has to be a true from your soul auga. Let me figure out my vows. Fake one. You cannot fake one. <laughs> What'd you say, Brandon? We We're fi- writing we your vows. We figured out my vows. <laughs> yeah. It definitely would be an auga in there somewhere. <laughs> so, Ray, Ray is like, uh, oh, she definitely knew what she was doing when she picked that bikini. Um, and so. Now, Lexi and Vanessa, and Vanessa comes up with the idea, you tell me what makes me a catch, and I'll tell you what makes you a catch. I think <laughs> this is also really weird. And then Lexi's just responds, I don't know anything about you. And <laughs> Which is the correct and response. And Vanessa just goes, cool, okay. <laughs> cool, okay. This is a stupid game. I realize that now. <laughs> she doesn't even hear what Lexi says. She's like, what, we don't have, know anything about each other? Okay, great. Let's go. You first. All right, I'll start. <laughs> I'll start. She's like, I'm not even going to look at your boobs because I know they're already great. Uh, everyone <laughs> thinks that Lexi is very hot. And um, Vanessa, very complimentary with her analysis of Lexi. Uh, Lexi also really responding to Vanessa. And Vanessa loves hearing good things about herself. I, I think I relate to Vanessa. I love yeah, when people same. tell me great things about myself as well. Like, we have the same love language here. <laughs> me, me you and Vanessa. conversation. Okay, say a nice thing about me. <laughs> so you tell me what makes me great. And then if we have time, I'll tell you what makes you great. That is a good idea. <laughs> Lexi also thinks pretty highly of herself. She says she's 24 and she already has her shit sorted, which uh, good for her if true. I don't I don't think I'll ever have my shit sorted, so yeah. <laughs> that's impressive. People say that That's on wealthy parents. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, Lexi is already seeing other outcomes in this process besides marrying Ray. She seems to be uh, really hitting it off with Mal as well. Uh, Lexi and Mal are on their date, and Lexi tells Mal that uh, she's a Manhattan girl, and again, Mal is pumped mal gets mal gets hyped at the most random things always with the exaggerated fist bump love the energy and uh lexi tells mal that she makes an amazing manhattan and it seems like uh, mal is so impressed by this that uh, she's already fallen in love there's an awuga for you yeah and there it is mal uh, with the they incredible both... cheekbones and dimples everybody's in love with lexi yeah. yeah, um, I, I, I like, uh, uh, I like Mal a lot too. I, I like a lot of these contestants. Uh, Lexi and Mal, they both have their similar concerns about, uh, they're wondering why they're any different from any of their girlfriends of other partners. Um, and actually, I think, I keep saying Lexi, I think this is Ray and Mal that have, that have their date here. Um, uh, and that might explain it because Ray, Ray might be the person that she keeps, uh, mixing her drinks with water. Oh. <laughs> Manhattan and water and the, uh, and the tequila oh. and water. It's, Maybe. Ray is uh Ray's staying healthy here with with, with the water I guess staying hydrated. Yeah. Soda though it's the same. I don't know. Just better. So, <laughs> um, Xander and Yoli, both of them are the uh, are the people who issued the ultimatum. So they discuss how they're both looking forward to getting some answers here. And this is the one where it, it seems like this is the person Xander is supposed to be hitting it off with best so far, and I, I'm still really getting nothing from them. Uh, they, they both want someone to tell them uh, you know, that they have to have them and that they're the love of their lives. And they, they have these feelings in common. But again, don't see any real chemistry here, even though uh, Yoli talks about how Xander matches their energy, and Xander tells her that this is the best date she's had. So Yeah, uh, that's funny. I, I felt that way, too. Like I didn't think it was that amazing of a date until they said it yeah. out loud. Like, oh, okay, yeah, I guess I'll believe like that. leave to have right? a friend because they yeah. both don't want to explore. Right. right. Uh, this is good, right? We're having fun. This is a good date. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, this is great. We have such good chemistry. Yeah, we, we talked about okay. our a significant others the whole time. Is, yeah. yeah, you want to live with each other for three weeks and, and complain about our partners? Yeah, all right, sure. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, See, if you didn't know the premise of the show, it would sound like you were just being homophobic towards lesbians. <laughs> that analysis. <laughs> want to yes. move in after three weeks? 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it's, talk about and, our exes. <laughs> yep, that's that is essentially what this is. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> it, it's nighttime now, and everyone's been drinking all day. They're going to continue into the night. Uh, Tiff is the one that gets to give the toast, and you know she does a she does a great job. Good good choice as Toastmaster here, and. <laughs> This is where I'm realizing we've seen nothing from Aussie and Sam this whole time. We have not seen them go on any dates. What have they been doing? Have they been going on dates? Um, maybe not. But they get cast on the show. What is happening? <laughs> maybe we'll get more. I, I don't know. I, I guess there's not enough. To, there's not that many contestants, but maybe there's not enough time for them, and they have a storyline later on. I, I, I don't know. Because it, it's clear we'll that they're trying to push mostly the Xander, Vanessa stuff, and the Lexi, Ray yes. stuff this episode. That's all yeah. we have time for. So... Vanessa wants everyone to go around and say who their number one was, and I just love. She also decides that Yoli should go first. Let's all decide who our number one was. Yoli, you go first. I love this. What a power move! Great way for everyone's feelings to get hurt. And yeah, Vanessa everyone just says like, no. Like Vanessa, Vanessa's probably like, well, everyone's gonna probably pick me. So I, I love when people say nice things about me. So let's just all go around <laughs> and to say everyone talk about how much they love me again. And then Yoli responds by saying, uh, "Well, Vanessa, if you weren't here, I would have dated everyone at this table." And you know. You can't get mad that Vanessa is doing a good job at actually, like, playing the game of the show they signed up for. Yeah. No. she. I can see why she was cast. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, Vanessa is ready to take down these jealous girls because she's from Jersey. Uh, she's very excited to start a thruple with Xander and Mal. And Mal's also down with that. I, I'm I'm hoping for the app, this outcome. Or, or the uh, the polyamorous orgy, orgy that someone suggests as well. Everyone orgy. just... Orgy. Or, orgy. That's, that's another character's <laughs> name? Yeah. Yeah. yeah or, or, orgy. Orgy. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'd, I'd be down for that that thruple as well. I bet you would, Brenda. Yeah, you're already looking into getting the other version of this. Of yeah, this I think I'm gonna actually just change my last name after the wedding to Thruple. Brendan. Brendan Thruple. Thruple. <laughs> just add a th. Yeah, the just, beginning just of your to name. let people know there's always room for a third. <laughs> I may be getting married, but there's always room for a Thruple. That's good. Put that on the invitations. <laughs> I'll have to send me a photo since I'm not getting one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll send you photos. Ooh. With my toes Very in them. delicate situation here. <laughs> uh, Lexi thinks it's really weird seeing her ex at the cocktail party because uh, her mom bought her that dress. Which <laughs> Did Ray pick that dress on purpose? Like, oh, this will piss her off. I'll yeah, wear maybe, the dress that her mom picked up there. Could be, could be. Um, Vanessa and Lexi with another conversation. Vanessa can't believe that she's into Lexi because she's not even her type. But uh, Lexi's like, yeah, I have that effect on people. Which, again, lo- love the confidence here. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, uh, they're really hitting it off. I, you know, they're, they're like smitten with each other. Every time they talk to each other, they, they have a whoa moment, as I, I think Lexi uh, says. And Lexi can objectively say that she wants to go on a date with Vanessa tomorrow. And Vanessa completely agrees. I, you know, I'll, I'll ship them. They're, they're good. Yeah. They're, they're fine. Lexi was the one that issued, right? Yes. 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 Yeah. So I, I guess good for her. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm just glad to see people playing this game and kind of breaking the ice a little bit, and getting it started. Yeah. They don't even know why they're into each other, but they can't fight it. So uh, that that's the plan here. But wait a second. Ray also decides to talk to Vanessa, and Vanessa's saying the same things to Ray, who who remember is Lexi's girlfriend or ex girlfriend. Sorry. And Vanessa's telling her she's like, oh, I'm so I'm surprised how much I like you and how, how stunning you are. And Vanessa uh, really knows what to say because Ray Ray is also digging her right now, and uh, I, you know I feel like she's probably going after Vanessa now out of pure jealousy. I can't fault her for that. That's a valid reason. And Lexi has had enough of this and wants someone to uh, to break that up. She she says, does someone want to break up our exes? And she's she's talking to Xander, and Xander looks oblivious to what's going like, on. He's like, who? <laughs> that's the last thing we get in the episode is, is, is Xander looking up saying who? Oh? 
uh, because Vanessa uh, still or Xander still doesn't know where she is, and that that is the cliffhanger that ends the episode. Uh, not the strongest cliffhanger could definitely take a lesson from Gossip Girl, but that <laughs> that's our show. That is the first episode. Wow. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I pride, truly. I, I think it was good. Hey, pride. I'm feeling. Yeah. I'm feeling. I, I think this is some even though pride more is a sin. I, more than I, it's of course a sin. Oh, I next, like this more than I would have expected to like month. a dating show. It's good. good. Yeah, it's good. All right, well, I guess we didn't want to get canceled for being homophobic, so he's like, I love it. Prepare to say ahead of time. It's really good. Is it like before, like above or below Joe Rogan for how much you like it? Mm. That is the litmus test. Again, that's a pretty high line. line. It's a pretty high line. Do you think Joe Rogan will make an appearance at all on this show? Him and Nick Swisher (laughs) are going to come in together. I guess we could we could do some segments here. Let's uh, I, we could do either grade the pilot here, but or or we could just say if it if it was good enough that we want to keep watching, uh, Brendan. Do you want to keep watching? And feel free to give it an episode grade if you want. I will not okay. be recording these episode grades, but <laughs> okay. uh, just just for posterity. So the way I could see myself watching this again wouldn't be like my normal everyday. If I have time for TV, this is not what I'm throwing on first. I'm in the middle of a lot of other projects, but if I want to like kind of hang out with like drinks on a weekend that we're staying in i could throw this on for that it's, it's like a, it's definitely a certain type of uh to take a phrase from from mal certain kind, mm-hmm. kind of vibe certain kind of vibe for this show yes yeah. um but if you're, that's if, something if, i'm itching to go back to and binge right if you're feeling especially horny one day you might turn on that uh mildred and tiff scene again just to watch that back oh yeah i mean come on um <laughs> i mean you know i have a different version of gossip World. i have a different version here too um, i'm sure yeah I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no need to elaborate. <laughs> There's no meat left in the oh. taco by the end of the, uh, <laughs> the end of the scene. Oh, um, no. I don't even really know what that means. <laughs> but it did, it did elicit a groan. So that, is, <laughs> oh that's what, that was the goal. Uh, oh episode God. grade, like we said, pilots are kind of boring. Um, the first half was boring. Then you start to see where the show could go, and I, I, th- I think the show, at the very least, showed a lot of potential for where the drama could come from. Uh, so. For potential sake, I'll give it a B. B minus, because the first right. half is pretty boring, actually. Yeah, so you almost have to give it two grades. Like, I, I agree that as as a first episode, the second half definitely better than the first half. So I'll just, you know, give it give it a B or whatever. But as a potential, as a concept for the show, uh, a bunch of lesbians causing drama with each other, like, <laughs> si- sign me up. This is going to be a solid A minus. Solid A minus with some with some room to grow here. Yeah. Potential for an A. We'll see. And I will keep watching. I mean, I famously don't have much time in the summer to watch anything, and I'm behind on all my TV shows. But if I get a spare moment, I would love to keep watching and see how this see how this ends up. So uh, I definitely good enough for me for me to keep watching. Just don't know, just yeah. don't know when that would be. So yeah, I mean, if either the two uh, of you get don't ahead expect, of me, uh, just let us know. Like if there's some wild shit that starts happening, just text us in the group and of course, and like get on this faster than you think you should. Yeah. Uh, Lita, did this make you want to keep watching, and do you have an episode grade? I'm not going to grade it, but I uh, have gone almost an hour without mentioning that I am injured, so um, <laughs> okay. I'm injured, so I will be watching this. Yeah. There you I go. I haven't finished Never Have I Ever yet, but yeah, I only have I'm, two episodes uh, left, which is only like 40 ooh. minutes of content. Yeah, so, I have four I have four episodes left. How many are there in the season? I think I'll be Ten. getting Ten. right on uh, Ultimatum Queer Love. Hell yeah. Um, 
All right, let's do some MVPs and LVPs. Uh, for me, my easy MVP here is uh, is is Vanessa. I'll give Tiff an honorary mention for her uh, rules of no no fat juicy steaks. Um, but <laughs> I mean, Vanessa was the star of the show, uh, the the clear breakout star here. She's everywhere in this episode. Uh, she's talking to everyone. She's like the first person to to find someone in Lexi who just straight up says like, "I want to." Uh, you know, do whatever they're doing, marry you for three weeks or whatever's going to have my trial marriage with you for three weeks. Like Vanessa wins this episode for sure. She's the messiest person. She's she's the uh, <laughs> she's the funniest person. She loves people complimenting her. So uh, for me, it's definitely Vanessa. Uh, Brendan, who's your MVP? Uh, like I said before, I'm a Mal man. I think yeah, dimples go a long way for me, and she also yeah. seems like the the most likable person on the show. Um, in general, like, seems I, like a fun hang. If I was there, she seems to get along with everybody. Maybe almost. To a fault, like maybe it'll get annoying to a point where she's just overly, like, just trying too hard to just be liked by everybody. But for now, it seems genuine. Like, she just it seems like a, a nice a nice person. And I guess that's also not the point of the show. So, in a boring episode, she was great. I can see her maybe not being my favorite as the show progresses and then we want drama. But in a, in a pretty tame one, she's a good, a good one. All right, Lita, MVP of the episode. Um, I'll give it to Lexi because she, um, you know, has the qualities so yeah i'll give it to lexi great all right so we are we're spreading the love here with the mvps uh, my Please lvp jot down these because this this does count as a vote for vanessa in the gossip no no, no no absolutely no. absolutely not. <laughs> i'm surprised that Joanna was your Christmas plan all along to make us watch this show I'm surprised that uh, Joanna wasn't like, oh, hey, Vanessa. And of course, there's a Vanessa character in the show that I was on four episodes. <laughs> this reminds me of Vanessa Abrams from my time in Gossip Girl. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, my LVP, I-, I don't know who else I would give it to besides Xander, I who know. is pretty much just a sad sack the whole episode. I think uh, we can I mean, all. Yeah, yeah I think we can all right, agree that Xander is the person that doesn't really want to be here. I don't, Xander I don't know to me is like Dan here. Humphrey when he gets cucked twice by Serena in one episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Vanessa is the Serena of the of the show, of the show. Wow, the turntable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and then I don't know. I guess do we have any general predictions? Who are, who are we shipping in this show? Hmm. <laughs> it's tough. I mean, so far I, I'm. I just thought everyone would stay together. (laughs) Me too. No, really. Really? It'd be a a boring season. (laughs) Everyone gets together. What what are we watching then? I don't know. I like a happy ending. Yeah, I, I guess like by the end, thing. sure. I guess in the middle is where the by the, the end they'll find out what they were what they were missing the whole time was inside them the whole time. Yeah, you know the expression. That's that's yeah, how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I already said earlier uh, in this episode that I think that they're all every couple is either going to get engaged and then break it off or uh, break up and then get back together. I don't I don't see any any other option here, um, and I don't know. Vanessa and Lexi looked like fun, so I'll I'll ship them momentarily, and uh, that's it. Brendan, you, you got anything to say? I hope someone has like a a wild time with Aussie. We haven't heard anything from her, <laughs> but I bet she's she's wacky. Just yeah, we, we need to get that Aussie, the Aussie centric episode yeah. where we actually get everything from Aussie's point stuff. of view. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, well, you know that that's it. Pretty much. I mean, we'll keep this one brief for Ligori. He has got plenty of time to uh, do. Do what do whatever he does after he finishes listening to the podcast. Yeah, why is he always in such uh, but, a rush? <laughs> he's a busy guy. It's it's okay. the summer. I told you it's busy season. Um, but you know, but before we get to our plugs, Lita, 
Thank you. I mean, thank you for sneaking into the five timers club yeah. here. I, I said, I said earlier, I said I think I know who the first five timer is going to be based on the schedule. But uh, Lita, unbeknownst to even even herself, was like, no, 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 no I'm no. going to I'm going to get there myself first. So you know, congrats next on time that. Somebody gets close to six, and I'll I'll find something for us. <laughs> thank you for coming on, even Thanks if it's not uh, even if it's not for a gospel episode. Yeah, thank you for the ideas. Uh, do you have anything <laughs> that you'd like to plug at this hour? Oh my gosh, less than ever. I am in my unemployment, done with school era. I would like to plug giving me a job. Yes, me um, too. I'll, I'll hiring. plug hiring me and Maddie. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm on Twitter, at Lita Tweeted, um, Instagram, Lita Grammed. Um, I think that's it. I'll find another way to sneak in here before the sixth time. I did just stumble upon a latent Mr. Selena Gomez movie that I was not aware of. Mm, what is the movie? And is it on my movie list? <laughs> um, it probably should be. Um, let's see. I took a screenshot of it. It's um, also some woman that I've never heard of. So it's called Monte Carlo. I think that might be on my, uh, yes, that is already on my movie list. Okay, well, <laughs> Don't the worry. Tagline, the tagline is really good. She's having the time of someone else's life. Whoa. <laughs> uh, what? Someone else's <laughs> life? Oh, my God. Unfortunately, we recently intrigued. did a late Easter movie, so we can't do one right away. But I'm still do without me, Oranges? No, we did uh, The Roommate. Oh, yes. Did you do the Famous, SNL skit about The Roommate? Uh, no, no we didn't believe, dedicate an entire episode to that yet. One percent <laughs> uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, I believe it was. So, that, or Pretty was good. it? I think it was three percent actually. So, oh. uh, better than three percent, I think. But, um, and then, what are you plugging? Well, you can follow me and Brian are doing an incredible episode uh, that should come out around the same time as this. We are reviewing <laughs> Buffy and Bilk, which is. <laughs> Oh, those are heavy sneezes on. <laughs> that was the most aggressive sneezes I thought, during I thought the action. first one. I thought you. I thought she was scoffing at your podcast <laughs> idea. We are doing. Oh, before I even mention it, this is going to be good. Sure, you are, Brendan. <laughs> what a fool! Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> We're covering Buffy and Bilk, which Boffy, is sorry. which is beer and coffee and beer and milk. Uh, I guess we're kind of like dare dudes now. I don't know what's happening to us, but. Um, click on it and That's listen. disgusting. Yeah, it sounds some of that Ray really would gross. drink. I'm surprised Ray didn't have a beer and milk on on hand <laughs> as she was mingling. Milk out summer, boys. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll see how we we like those. Um, I bet it'll be delicious. Check out. But you're uh, a big milk guy to begin with. So I'm a big milk guy. You, you silk, you sick freak. I don't drink it anymore because I'm I'm a that's the same thing with soda. I'm addicted to soda and milk, so I don't drink either one of them because not fucking addicted to I would milk take, oh, you a believe cow me, believe me, i'm telling you i used to drink milk with believe everything me, believe me believe me trust me i used to be i used to be a lot of milk i used to just <laughs> i could just carry a gallon of milk around the house when i was a young boy um so check that out you can check out our sister show the sandy boys on patreon.com slash the hoppy boys pod for three dollars a month you can get so many so many amazing episodes of that show i think lita's been on an episode of the oc right I can't remember. This yeah, point. Sandy Boys, Chris Mika. Oh, yeah. Come on, okay, Come on yes, listen to that. Uh, that's really good. Listen to Lita's past four appearances. And uh, that's that's it. Yeah, don't sound too excited about Lita's past four experiences. <laughs> I didn't. Um, as, <laughs> <laughs> uh, as for me, I would will also say... Uh, 
And then you mentioned soda addiction. My 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 diet coke addiction has come has come back into into full Oof. force. I'm now I'm not starting my days with with diet cokes. I'm going to the deli across the street. With, not running. <laughs> Is it because you took a, you took hiatus from your diet and you you just went whole hog? I kind of. I, yeah. it, the thing is, yeah, the thing is, when I'm at Adventureland, it's very hard, you know, with the fountain. So uh, now I'm just like almost giving up. But I tell myself it's fine because when I'm home, I'm I'm still pretty much never doing home. a good job. But I'm I'm rarely home to be honest. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, um, but also I'm still running, so that that's okay. fine. We're we're okay. still do, we're still doing a good job. Uh, so I'll you're, plug you're just diet running coke on uh, fumes of aspartame. <laughs> pretty pretty much, yeah. <laughs> they keep me going. Uh, yeah, I'll plug diet coke. That's some good stuff. If anyone needs a, do you a do jolt like to a your lemon, day, or lime in there. Um, I'll when the uh, when I get it at the bar, the bartenders will put some lemon in there, and I'll I'll do it like that. But I'll I'll never like bring a lemon from home to right. put into my diet coke. But do, you, but do you like that version better, or just like as a as a fun different? With the fountain at the bar, that it, it's fine. I think I don't think I'd like it with the, uh, with the can. just like bottle or, or can. You yeah. know, recently at at Adventureland, someone came in for a party and uh, she wanted Diet Coke, and she was like, "Oh, you guys only have fountain and bottle. I only drink Diet Coke out of a can." So she was very upset. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Like very it. very snooty. Um, I'll also plug hiring me. You can you can hire <laughs> if any, anyone wants a teacher. I will say as much as it would be, it's going to be great to have a, a, a job someday. But I, nothing feels better than when these students come to me and say, "I hope you don't get a job so that you have to come back here." It uh, war- warms yes, my heart. Famous tweet by Matthew Gagan. <laughs> yeah, it was very famous. I think uh, six people might have liked it. So <laughs> <laughs> well, that's nice. So when, you're well liked. Their, when, when you do get a job, you'll be well liked wherever you go. Someone gave me their senior picture today and almost cried. It was. Did you get? Can you, make a, can you get a copy of that? <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> You'll have to hear it in the episode. Uh, never have I ever. We mentioned uh, Lita tried to spoil the plug section by mentioning it early. But uh, Brendan, how how far have you gotten with the new season? Uh four episodes. I got. I got it. Okay, so you've done four. I've done six, and Lita's done eight. We're a regular Ooh, uh, stair stepping twins. Yeah, we're a regular sure. stair yeah. step. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> you, I'm surprised people oh, don't say that on the show more. You, just, you straight up, you guys are stupid. <laughs> I actually did just record something, although it wasn't a podcast. Oh. I recorded. Uh, oh. I recorded some lines for my friend's audiobook. He uh, he wrote a book series, and I was is bringing it to audiobook form. Uh, and I just recorded my lines and sent them to him. Uh, I will be playing, of course, the classic character of uh, Majdal. Uh, so be be on the lookout for that. Don't know when. Yoda, uh, don't know when the audiobook is being released. I I asked him, and he said it depends on when everyone gets their lines in. So I, that does make sense. That's fine. But if you want to just get the non audiobook version, he. I believe it's a it's a book series. There's four books in the series. It's called it's a fantasy satire series. It's called The Wrens, and the uh, I I recorded lines for book one, which I, I believe is called Off the Talon. So uh, is a fantasy satire you know, series just like set in reality? I I, I don't know. That's that's a question for a wonderful <laughs> okay. author and future friend of the pod, Tim Bray Schaefer, sure. uh, who who wrote these books. I, I they seem good. Uh, you know, full disclosure, I only read the chapters that my character had dialogue in, but. Wow. Uh, based on what I read, it's, it's, it seems pretty that good. That sounds like a fun project yeah. to do, though. Yeah, it, w- it was a good time. I mean, you know, I really... I, it, 
I didn't have that many lines, so I thought it was going to be quick. But then every time I listened back to what I had said, I was like, this sounds mm. terrible. I need to. So I probably re-recorded it like 50 times. But uh, I think it. when I sent it to him, he said it sounded good. I was a natural. So, uh, okay. you know, much like Vanessa, I love when people compliment me. So I was very happy to hear <laughs> that. Uh, so, yeah, buy Timbray Schaefer's books, The Wrens. Uh, be on the lookout for the audiobook when it when it comes out. I'm sure I'll plug it when it's here. And uh, besides that, you can follow me on Twitter at MattyFresh24. You can follow Brendan at RuppyPuppy. You can follow his other podcast, The Hoppy Boys, at The Hoppy Boys Pod. Lita, did you plug your Twitter at, at Lita Tweeted? Yes. Um, what what happens next? I, I don't even know what we're doing. I guess doing you can say week. what we're doing next week, which is the episode we or, or we did record and it was out of order. Yes, you can come back so next week where is. we already recorded the episode where you can hear about uh, the birth of a new segment, <laughs> the birth of a new segment on the show. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a, a lovely, and you know, I can I can say the guest since it's already since we already recorded it. I it's know confirmed. for a fact that the guest did show up. The great Felipe will be here breaking down the episode. Uh, the new era of Gossip Girl. Uh, it was definitely a fun one. So you're not going to want to li- miss that season four episode twelve. Boy, what was it called? And uh, th- I, I I got nothing, Brendan. I, I it's uh, already out of my mind. I can tell you what the next episode is called, but I cannot tell God. you what the one we just we just the we kids just are not all right. Was. There we go. Kids are not all right. Thank you very much. So you guys can come back and listen to that. And uh, yeah, until then, you know you love us. XOXO. Lonely boys. boys. Couldn't keep that. Couldn't keep that under an hour and a half. I, I had to. I had, had to stretch it out had just, to, just to make sure. <laughs>